You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hello and welcome to Comics with My Kids special crossover event. Today, it's two dads, two kids, and two reviews. I'm your host, Matt D., and with me today is Logan. Logan D. And we have with us, Logan, can you tell us who we have with us today? Richard S. and Dusty S. Thank you, Richard and Dusty, for coming on. Glad to be here. Thanks for having us. Thanks for coming. So today is a special episode. We've got, uh, we're going to be reviewing two books as our crossover classics go. We're going to let Richard and Dusty tell us a little bit about a special book that they read. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Richard. Richard, why don't you tell us the name of the book that you read and the, and a little bit about the story. Uh, my book that we are reviewing is Batman Death in the Family. And it's about that Robin is trying to find uh, his real mom because his mom that died wasn't really his mom. So he's trying to find his real mom. It's a really great story. And he's looking for his mom. Who does he run into? What's the, what's the, the big bad guy that he runs into in the story? He wants into Joko. I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. Without revealing the end just yet, I'm going to go ahead and click it over to Dusty so he can tell us a little bit about the history of Death in the Family. Okay. Okay, so um, this is probably one of the most, if if not the most, one of the most iconic uh, Batman stories. Uh, it involves uh, Jason Todd as the Robin. And uh, this was a, a, only a few years into uh, Jason Todd being Robin. Um, the history goes that uh, Dick Grayson had grown up and, and joined the Teen Titans and, and left Batman. And the writers of uh, Batman wanted their Robin back, but they had actually aged Dick Grayson up. He was no longer a, a teenager telling jokes uh, and, and snide comments, but instead he had grown up, turned into an adult and was the leader of the Teen Titans. So the solution they came up with was let's create a new Robin. And that's where Jason Todd came along in the early 80s. And uh, after Robin being around for about 40, 50 years prior to that. So now we had a new Robin. Uh, This Robin, uh, as typical Bruce Wayne fashion, brought in uh, an orphan uh, whose parents had passed away and took him under their wings. He, Robin was, in this case, Jason Todd was trying to jack the wheels of the Batmobile, and, and that's how he was making money. So um, Batman takes him in and, and makes him his ward, explains to him that he, or Bruce Wayne takes him and explains to him that he's Batman and uh, asks him to be his Robin. And so through then, though, over the years, the few years that Jason Todd was... Uh, Robin, the fans didn't really like uh, or have it. They didn't really grow to like Jason Todd. He's a lot different than Dick Grayson. He had had an attitude, short temper. Um, So they came up with this idea for this 
great event uh, that we're talking about here, the death in the family. And it was about uh, Robin's search, as Richard said, Robin's search for his uh, biological mother. He, he was having a tough time dealing with his parents' death, lashing out at Batman. So he goes back to his old neighborhood, just searching for answers. And he finds uh, one of his neighbors, old neighbors, remembered him and saved a box of papers. And he finds his birth certificate. And in there, his birth certificate uh, reveals that his stepmother, who he thought was his mother, wasn't. And so this begins Robin's quest to find his real mother. Um, and, and there's three women. That, the only thing he knows on his birth certificate is her name begins with an S. The rest is smudged out. So he looks in his dad's um, address book, and it discloses that he's got three women whose names begin with an S. And he's narrowed it down. It's got to be these three women. Ran it through the Batcave. Comes up with the solution that it's one of these three women. And the book is that about his quest uh, to find his mother. And the side quest is that the Joker has stolen a... A nuclear weapon and is about to sell it to in the middle east and bruce robin's run away to go find his mother and bruce has to choose do i go help robin or do i go after uh joker to stop these lives or stop him from selling this weapon and, and hurting thousands or millions of lives so uh how much further you want me to go matt I, I could continue going, but I think that gives some of the background. I, I haven't given the, the 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 key part yet with the the phone number and stuff. Okay. Yeah, I think that's it's pretty good. Why don't we uh, we then kick it over to Richard? So Richard, what's the big surprise about the book? So the big surprise is. Oh wait, hold on, folks. This is going to be a spoiler laden laden episode. So hold your hats. Go ahead, Richard. Robin dies. What? He dies? Yes. How? 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 Um, by... He got captured by the Joker and he couldn't escape because the door was locked. And uh, he got trapped inside a building and Joker put a bomb in there. And he was able to get out of the rope but wasn't able to unlock the door. And then the whole building exploded and he died. But but he's a hero. Why would why would he die? Well, what are the writers thinking? I mean, surely. I mean, well, Batman, wait. Batman could have like, saved him. In, in like in the middle of the book, that's like, uh, do you want Robin to die or do you want him not to die? And most people said they want him to die. Wait, wait. People got to decide. Yes, if Robin lives or dies. How? Uh, they just said call this number, vote, man. Then you're done. Whoever has the most votes on this side wins, and it happens. So this is what made it such an iconic uh, comic book event, because the readers got to decide. They had one day, 24 hours, on uh, September 15th, 1998, to dial a 1-900 number. And those uh, of us who are older know that that was the way that... Uh, businesses made money was calling a 900 number and they would charge you 50 cents or a dollar or, <laughs> or more to, to make a phone call. And so they were calling, you call in that 24 hour period, one number, if you wanted Robin to live and another number, if you wanted Robin to die and uh, unbelievably the fans uh, vote. It was very close. In fact, there was less than 75 votes difference between Robin living and Robin dying. And the authors didn't know, and the 
issue was coming out relatively quickly. So they had actually printed a Robin Lives version and a Robin Dies version. That is crazy. Can you can you imagine something like that today, Richard? I can't believe that. And also, <laughs> he actually finds his mom and his mom dies with him. Oh, man. Talk about a double double hit to the heart. Yep. And also, another spoiler, his mom works for, was kind of friends with Joko. Oh. So, Richard, what did you think of that story? I thought it was a good book. Yeah? So, Logan, since we're talking about death... Why don't you go ahead and tell um, Richard and Dusty what book we read? The book was The Death of Superman. And just like it sounds like, it's about The Death of Superman. All right. (laughs) How does the story happen? Set it up up for us, Logan. What is The Death of Superman? It starts off with you see this weird green fist punching at this metal wall. Punch, 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 and then you see this glove start to his glove starts to rip from punching so much, and spikes come out of his glove. And then he's now destroying the metal and breaks out. And we later discover that he's called that they call him Doomsday for a great reason, because in one of the parts he had one of his arms tied behind his back and stopped a truck. And how does how does Doomsday get to? kill superman um they keep fighting for like forever because they're both really strong and fighting hard and okay also do you know what's funny what superman was were at one point superman was worrying that um doomsday was gonna go to metropolis that was 60 miles away because of a dumb ad that got in his head so he tried to get him farther away. Then Doomsday made a huge jump. And guess what he landed on? Metropolis. Metropolis, 50 miles. And then guess what? What? He jumped 50 miles. Wow. <laughs> Crazy jumper. He's got like super well, likely flyer because he must have actually had flu. No, he jumps. No, actually, his, he jumps. His, his legs are so strong, he can jump 50-some-odd miles. Go ahead and, and uh, give you a little bit about the breakdown of the death of Superman. So the death of Superman was an event that DC did back in, 19, in 1992 and 93. Um, the sales of the Superman book was going down. They made a big announcement that they were going to shake things up in the world of, of Superman with the Superman family. And they announced the death of Superman. Uh, by announcing that death, a lot of speculators said, well, hey, you know, if you buy this book, it's going to be a collector's item. The comic market was kind of going down, but they were hoping that by promoting this it would help uh, help sales and then next thing you know people will be buying books off the shelf uh the story itself introduced us to the a character called doomsday as logan had mentioned doomsday basically cuts a swath of destruction from where he busted out in the middle of america all the way to metropolis on the east side or the east coast and his hands are so big that he can hold a guy as tall as dad in his one hand yeah um, and if it wasn't like, the- like holding him from the neck or wrist or from, or from both feet, from the waist to the chest, that's how big his hands are. Huge. I and mean, they're course, huge. That, that's when, gotta be thick. When Doomsday was cutting a swath of destruction through the United States, the, uh, 
that then Justice League shows up to try to stop him, and he annihilates the entire Justice League. And only Superman, with the help of a few friends, was, was able to at least try to stop him to the point where only Superman was the last man standing, and he had a big bash-out brawl right in the middle of Metropolis, and it was the sacrifice of Superman to stop Doomsday that caused him to die. And Doomsday's really strong, and he's covered with spikes because his suit starts ripping off, and you can see that he's covered in spikes. But Superman can't die by him, right? He can't. Oh no, he he died. He, but I thought, hurt. I thought Superman was so strong. It's his death of Superman. But Superman. I thought, I thought Superman was so strong that like, like there's only one thing that can kill him. That's yep. Doomsday. That was Doomsday. Yep, Doomsday was so strong that he he also beat the heck out of Superman, and they both died. Well, I take that back. Well, I think Richards. I think Richard say he thought only kryptonite was the only thing that kills Superman. That only weakens him. Golden kryptonite will kill him, though. Well, two strikes will take away his powers. Two strikes of golden kryptonite, Superman's powers are gone. Doomsday was so powerful, and the punches were so massive that it caused so much internal bleeding that Superman just couldn't handle it anymore, and he died. <laughs> and but how did the bad guy die? Well, the bad guy, I take that back. The bad guy didn't die. He just got knocked out really bad. Oh. And, um, in another book, you find out what happens to Doomsday's body. And that, get, and that gets explained at another story. But I'll give you a little tease. Doomsday's body got sent out into space to, to keep Earth safe. So, oh. Logan, what did you think of The Death of Superman? Did you really like the book? I liked it. Although it's, although I think it's crazy how um, all of the superheroes that were there, all their attacking combined, did not stop Doomsday. After all their attacks combined, he still he still fought them harder. Gotcha. Hit him with fire, ice, whatever the ring power is from Guy Gardner. He's apparently blind. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a question over to uh, Richard real quick. So, Richard, in your book, what did you think of, of the artwork of Death, the, the Death in the Family? I think the artwork was good. Was there anything that, you, that was notable about it that you really liked? Mm. What like color was book. Batman's? Uh, okay cape and costume do you remember his cow and his cape blue that's blue? a little bit different than what it is now if you look in the comic books now or watch the movies now what color is his cape and cow black it's black yeah some changes over time from when yes. i was a kid to now of how batman's changed huh so so do you yeah. like him better as he looks now in the comics or do you like him better back in my comics? That's a tough question. <laughs> How about this? Do you like him blue or black? Not combined because that's n not good. <laughs> uh, He's not good. Uh, I, that's still, I, it's still, that's a hard question. Well, 
Richard, did you notice that that the comic that your dad had you read is a lot more colorful than some of today's versions of Batman? No, because I don't read Batman. Yeah, he doesn't read Batman currently. Sorry. Here's a question. Okay. No problem. No problem. But you've um, seen some of the Batman Richard, cartoons. For... Oh, I'm sorry, Logan. Go ahead. I got a question for you. Were one of those two Robins called Nightwing? Dick Grayson, as he grows up, becomes Nightwing, but he's not in this book. Uh, there is a mention of him in the book where after uh, Jason Todd dies, Alfred asks Bruce Wayne if he wants him to contact Dick Grayson. Uh, and Batman is very affected uh, by this. And I don't know, Matt, if you, you want to talk, if we are going to talk about, you know, some of that stuff later, uh, you and I. But, uh, you know, overall, uh, Batman is very affected by the fact that he lost his ward, that he had looked to help him out and take him and felt responsibility for making sure he is safe. And so he doesn't want this to happen again. So he says there won't be any more Robins. Yeah, if you want to go more into that now, that's that's fine. Um, yeah, so uh, you know, there's uh, a, a lot of things that that still happen in this book. You know, the death in the family could have went a lot of different ways, as Richard said. Um, Robin finds his real mother, and in the at the end of his life, uh, his final act of her- heroism is he threw his body in front of the blast to shield his mother. Uh, to protect her, and uh, she still she lived long enough to as Batman gets to the scene, Batman finds her. She he could tell she's in bad shape, but she says that it was the Joker and that Robin saved her life. So Batman then finds Robin's body and until very, she died. Yeah, then she dies, and, and then Batman finds Robin's body and Robin's already dead. But the the bat that where the voting happen, you know, it could have just been death in the family being Robin's mother died um, or uh, it, it didn't have to be Robin. So the death could have been just a, a death in uh, Robin's family, another death. You know, the he's already experienced his real father and stepmother dying. And, and now he had the possibility of experiencing that there. So so that was where the writers had that option. But then uh as the there's four books in the series that's in book three that we find out robin's dead so uh the fourth book um superman comes to uh stop batman from seeking revenge uh against the joker and the joker has been made uh by the country of iran uh their ambassador to the united nations and he's going to speak at the united nations and uh, he he has in typical Joker fashion plans there as well, and Batman is out for revenge because Jason Todd has been killed, and so he wants revenge. As Batman tends to be, you know, vigilante is what Batman's known for. Well, he's definitely going after uh, the Joker, and, and Superman uh, intervenes. But uh, we're left at the end of Book Four with some questions about the fate of. Uh, some of the characters still, even though we already know what's happened to Robin. And and killing off superheroes uh, was not uncommon. There there have been the fact that Batman has died uh, a few times. Superman has died a few times. If you go into the Marvel Universe, uh, Captain America's died. So, So these events here, though, were 
game-changing events because in the case of our book, it was the first time that the viewers, the readers, had the option to determine the fate of one of the comic book characters. And in your book, Matt, uh, you know, as you said, the the sales were plummeting, and and as a result, there was a tremendous spike in people who went out and bought that book. So it did uh, get that the the thing that uh, comic book collectors uh, realize, though, you know, the book is only worth worth something if there's uh, a limited supply, and there was a tremendous supply of this book. Uh, people were ordering hundreds of copies, thinking they were going to hold it and sell it. Well, the publisher just kept printing more. So if they keep printing more, um, then there's not an endless supply, and it doesn't make the rarity there. And you could get one. I, last I checked, uh, I don't have this book, but I actually looked to buy it recently, I, recently within the past five years. And you were still able to buy The Death of Superman for under $10. Well, Logan has my my uh, trade paperback copy, which you can find for $5 um, on eBay. And uh, the actual issue, issue 75, I found at uh, con- conventions in like the dollar bin, like multiple copies of them, copies that still have. And again, it was a promotional thing. They had it in a black uh, bag with the Death of Superman logo on it with, you know, a blood splattered uh, Superman logo. Richard, you got a question? Yeah, I was going to say uh, that I think that in Death in the Family, like when I read all the way to the end, it looked like uh, Batman already got his revenge. Like Joker was in a helicopter trying to escape, got shot, and stay in the boat. But Batman got up before he was drowned, and Joker didn't even move. So, and he came on the waddle. And it's like, I think that he already got his revenge by killing Joker. Uh, but Joker didn't die. He shows up later. Yes, but we don't know that at the end of this book. Oh, that's true. We don't. <laughs> so, Richard, in the artwork, what did you think of the Joker? I think that his chin looked kind of weird. Yeah, he kind of had like a long chin, didn't he? Yeah, I, it's like in the movies now it's short, but now it's like long. It kind of gave you like a almost like a, a, a scary look to it, didn't it? Yeah, it's like uh, it's like this has like now, and then when like when later on, like they just shaved off his chin of that long and made him shorter chin. Crazy, huh? All right, well I'm gonna switch gears again. I'm gonna switch gears again. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull Logan into this about the artwork. So Logan, what what was the one neat thing about the artwork in the Death of Superman? I kind of think like the panels are getting. And less and less. Uh-huh. And like one page got down to three panels and jumped all the way back up to 12 and then went down to, and then started going down. What happened in the last issue? How many panels were on a page? They had two panels on almost on pretty much every page. Yeah. It's, it was almost like a countdown. As you read the book, you go from a lengthy story with multiple panels down to single page um, artwork, and what was what was the last page? Wasn't it a big a big fold out? Yeah, it was all one page. The two pages together equals yep. one. So what you what you think about that? I thought that was cool. 
And that's kind of, this is the same thing that happened with the panels is the same thing that happened with a book I read called Secret Wars. It's one of my favorite books. It is my favorite book. So if you were going to tell someone about this book and you were talking about the art, what would that last page invoke? I mean, how would you feel? How'd you feel when you saw that last page? I felt a little sad because it's upsetting to see a superhero die. A superhero died in our book. How'd that make you feel, Richard? I was a little bit sad. Logan, I, I picked this book because I wanted you to read something that shows what a hero's sacrifice is like in the comic world. Um, what, did, what did you think about that sacrifice? I thought it was a huge sacrifice. He sacrificed himself for the entire universe. So, well, so planned. you think that makes Superman a hero? Yeah. What about you, Richard? Um, in your book, uh, Jason Todd kind of sacrificed himself to save his mom. What, what, what did that, how'd that make you feel? I said what I, what I wasn't happy about is that he didn't really save his mom. Well, let me, let me put these last couple questions in and then we'll, we'll wrap this up. So, Dusty, what, what was the main reason you picked this book for Richard? Um, th- this was really the, the first where I started car- collecting comics. And, and I didn't know what I was getting into with uh, this book. I had just gotten my first job. Yeah, I had I had seen comics. Uh, I had been given used comics, uh, beat up comics of my uncles and stuff like that. But I had just gotten my first job uh, as a bagger at a grocery store. And, uh, you know, now I had some disposable income and I the comic book stores around the corner. So I went in and I bought uh, the first issue of Batman because Batman was you know, my hero, you also had uh, Batman movies were, were coming out. I watched Batman, uh, the Burt Ward and um, Adam West series uh, from the 60s all the time. So went and bought Batman comics. And, and this was the first one that I bought and was completely uh, well taken back first because I didn't know who Jason Todd was and uh, didn't know that Dick Grayson wasn't Robin anymore. And then also the fact that they killed somebody. You know, I, I was begging uh, my mom and dad, can, can I please call? And it was 50 cents. And they're like, no, you're not. You can't call. You're not spending 50 cents on that. And I'll give you the 50 cents. And no, still, you can't. So I, I couldn't vote. And uh, I would have voted to save Robin. I wouldn't have voted to kill him. Uh, if there's any question as to where, where I lied with it. But, you know, I just thought that was right. That's what really sucked me in even more to you know i still collect batman comics today um and uh, i i have other comics but uh you know batman uh, i've been loyal to throughout the years uh even when i didn't have disposable income and had to stop collecting uh for a period of time once i got back to buying issues again it was back to batman so and and to share that with Richard, to say, hey, look, this is what I read, and and I think this is a great story. Uh, that's why when you reached out to me and said, hey, you know, what do you think about joining us on one of these episodes and picking a, a, a issue or a trade paperback to have Richard read uh, and share with him? Instantly, I, I went to Death in the Family, not only because of what it did to the comic industry at the time of how controversial it was and 
uh, shocking it was. You know, with yours, it was announced months ahead of time that we're going to kill Superman. With this one here, people didn't know what the outcome was until the vote had happened. And it was uh, a week later that the, the books were on the shelf. So um, it, it wasn't a big press event ahead of time. And a lot of people were caught off guard. So there, there was that, but then also what it meant to me as a comic book collector uh, and how I got sucked in. That's, that's awesome. I mean, I, I, I totally, totally get that. Um, and Richard, now that you've read Death in the Family, does that make you want to read more of, uh, of Batman from the, the time that your dad read the comic books? It makes me want to see the movie. <laughs> all right so the reason why i had logan read death of superman is that i was never a big superman fan younger when i was younger reading comic books i was big into marvel and then they made that big announcement back in 92 93 when when they were going to kill superman and it, it sucked me in um and it kind of got me reading superman it got me reading more of the dc comic books and because of death of superman it it it, it kind of was the um the thing that jump-started my comic collecting and it was it was nice to be able to share that that same book with logan and kind of show him what a superhero in uh, what type of superhero superman is that he'd be willing to sacrifice himself for the greater good to save hundreds or millions of people um even though he wound up not really taking doomsday's life he did manage to stop doomsday because much like Mark Wade said in in a in a uh, interview, Superman doesn't kill. <laughs> but I thought it was Batman who didn't kill. Well, they both don't. Um, well, they're the good guys, essentially. You know that, that that that's the easy answer. You know, yes, good, yes. good guys. You know, don't kill. They 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 follow the law. Batman may break uh, and bend the law some, but ultimately, good guys don't kill. Exactly. So, Logan, now that you've read Death of Superman, do you want to read more? Not really. No. <laughs> not really? Kind of the same as me. Just <laughs> not right. that much. In- same as you, Richard? Well, kind of, because uh, I kind of don't really want to see it. I want to see the movie. Gotcha. All right. Well, last question for you, uh, Logan. So, I have a copy of Death in the Family, Logan. Do you want to read it? I'll read it. Richard. Uncle yes. Uncle Matt has a copy of not Death in the Family, of the Death of Superman. <laughs> uh, Uncle Matt has a copy of Death of Superman. Would you like Logan to bring it down when he comes and visits and let you read it? Yes. Well, folks, this has been Comics with My Kids. I'm Matt D. And I'm Logan D. I'm Dusty S. And I'm Richard S. And thank you for listening. If you want to hear future other episodes of our podcast, go check out the comicscornerbox.blogspot.com or check us out on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Anchor FM. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Daddy? I don't think they need me to say bye. Yes, they do. (laughs) All right, goodbye. It's okay. Good.
said the death of Superman. What? Are you okay? Are you okay, Dusty? Oh, I just not sorry because yeah, I just you know I drank six gallons of pop right before we started. Now I gotta go in the middle, and I missed everything I was supposed to be listening to. <laughs> Told you to stop drinking that pop, Logan. I just drink a can, <laughs> which is a lot. Yeah, it's a baby can. Either I way, still buddy. a lot. That's go, still a lot. We go before we start the podcast. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, I'm gonna step out now. I gotta go take a deuce. <laughs> you guys in an hour. Professional, <laughs> professionalism at its best. All right, Logan. Can you tell us again what, what was the book that we read? 